Average. You've got a lot more work to do. Do you know how many people just don't have that opportunity? Jamal, no distractions. I know that you were. I'm not like gay, if that's what you're gonna say. Go! You know what? I just wish he loved you as much as you. Honey, I just want a happy home. You haven't met my father. I don't want someone like him in my house. How I make you myself clear, huh? So you in the group? Yep. What's the highest y'all went? The highest we went. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna ask you some questions. Did you tour? We did tour. Okay. How long was your tour? The tour was just a summer tour. We just did like a summer radio tour. That was our first single when I was in the group, mm-hmm. which was called Why, um, and that was like a southeastern region okay. tour. So Got we it. did you know southern eastern type of thing that summer. Okay. Um. From that tour, we did tour again the following, the next summer. However, one of the guys, you can go, what's your next question? No, go, oh, you don't want to get in that yet. Well, okay. no, we'll, we'll get we'll that. We'll get in that. Okay, because it seemed like this going so well. Yep, exactly. Um, so you tour. Well, did you guys ever do anything big like uh, on television or have like a big radio? Oh, yeah. We, um, um, we the from what I remember. The and I could be wrong, so if anybody that knows better that just remembers better, just write there you go, write in the comments. Um, because I may have forgotten some things, um, though my memory is pretty good. But some things Indeed. in the situation is it was a little traumatic, anyway. The things I remember most was like being on the Monique show, okay. So okay. we performed on the Monique show on BET. We also were on 106 and Park, just last one, and, okay. yeah. So 106 and Park, debut, debut, yeah. Free or, oh my god, uh, Terrence and uh, Roxy. Roxy. Okay. Yeah, Terrence and Roxy. Uh, so we still we still good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was before Bow Wow, so we straight. I was, 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 was going to say that, but I didn't want to diss Bow Wow. Ain't no diss Bow Wow. Hey, you know. We all know it wasn't him that took the show down. The show was just going down. It was going down because we were getting older. Right. They we tried to say shit made, with Bow Wow. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it was made for our gen- for us to like. So when it got to the other kids, we got tired of the countdown. Exactly. But I think the highest thing for me that I felt was definitely the 106 and Park thing because I grew up watching 106 and Park. I grew up watching and being like, like dazing off, thinking one day my video is going to be like the new joint of the day. You know, and it freaking was. Like it was. Well, him lead singing, and I'm lead singing, and I'm just like, and to me, it's still even surreal. And I know when he called, he was like, "Bro, I ain't gonna believe it, man." We will be a 106 apart. I said, you lied. <laughs> <laughs> you from KQ, dude. I ain't even there. 106 apart. Yeah. He like, no, nah, look, bro. I've been trying to tell you I'm in this group. Man. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. My cousin. <laughs> he in the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, 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 that's your cousin. Yeah, right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was. You fine. <laughs> Why you ain't tell me? For no reason, wrote you fine too. Right. No, go ahead. But no, you're good. And I, I think uh, even like the Monique show was great. But I'm trying to think what came first with the Monique show. The Monique part. I forget. Okay. But to me, even though we did the Monique show and that was a live performance, mm-hmm. the 106 and Park thing meant the most because that was standing a yeah. long time on BET. Right. The money showing on it had watching that too. Everybody's watching 106. And yeah. yeah, even when you ain't want to watch 106, you, 106 just, is on in the background. You just heard it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, man, I'm tired of hearing these same songs. Yeah. Let's go back. To right. Yeah. So when I so when we and I see myself on BET, I mean, at that point, I was just like, 
Whoa. And it's just like every memory that I can think of, me being in all those audition lines, yeah. me like being in Hopkins recording in the closet, yeah. or, you know, like trying to get the yeah. damn shit right. Um, yeah. It all started to make sense. It was like, yes, it was worth it. Just to, and to be honest, just to have that moment, right? To me in my life, all everything Fair, that led up to you it, need. it, it really did. It was like that's. I'm good. I'm Top good, 10 man. most famous people you need to know. <laughs> uh, I told you. I'm not even saying it to be funny. That's dope, man. Yeah, that sure. was, yeah. Listen to the story he telling like it's nonchalant too. Like, you know, I'm just a humble guy. I just, I just wanted it, but I'm humble. Yeah, that's great. Right. Like, yeah, you know, you know. I worked hard, though. I worked hard. I worked hard. So y'all hit the peak. Life is good. Well, yeah. get well. life's somewhat great. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it starts to come down. Oh, yeah. What happens? Oh, yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to go back a little bit because I have to tell the story before we can get to one of those part, before you even get to the Monique show and to the magazine stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I signed to the group like around 2008, the beginning somewhere. Okay. It was five of us in the group. By the time we did that summer tour, we did a little bit of that, that, that radio tour. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys in the group, he, prior to this, he had a heart transplant mm-hmm. like years before this particular mm-hmm. point. So somewhere in the middle of the, that tour that summer, he was getting really sick, constantly in the hospital, kind of sort of not messing up our dates, really. But it was kind of like, because we could still perform with four of us. Even though he was one of the other singers, we can still, we can do his part. Right. Um, but still, when people will see So five, everybody saying? Are you able to tell me that? I can tell you that, but okay, yeah. hell no, I'm not going to say. Hell, Hell no. Mike said, we had some yeah. No, we, old, we older now. Like, yeah. back then, I probably said, yeah, they was, they was singing a little bit. Oh, we danced. I mean, they probably yeah. sang a little bit. I'm giving, they, they probably. They did some harmonies. They did some harmonies. They did I a ooh. Some harmonies. They did a ooh. <laughs> they did a ooh. Look, you know. Uh, what's that called? Ad-libs? <laughs> Ad-libs. Yeah, yeah, they ain't do no damn ad-libs. <laughs> he said, that's too much support. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was too much. No, support. Um, Anyway, yeah. So, we are, we're on that, that, that summer tour thing. He was getting sick. And we were like missing some dates, but we were still doing a lot of dates. And I remember one of the first dates we did was somewhere in Ohio. Oh, was it Kentucky? I'm yeah, sorry. that area. You it was in that area, right? Yeah. I remember being over there and then he was getting even sicker. So mm-hmm. at that point, it was like, okay, well, should we dismiss him from the group? But he was in the group before I was. Right. You know? So for me, I'm like, I mean, no, if he's sick, we can just do four of us for a while and, and until he when gets better. Yeah. You know, but the, the part of the issue with that was, well, when these these promos go out for Final Draft, the name of the group was, I'm not sure if I mentioned that. You Final did Draft, Final Draft. Shout uh, out to Final Draft regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to them. It's like, for real, yeah. shout out to them. Um, so at this point, it was like, okay, we should audition other people. To, just in case. Just in case, you know, because people see five guys on the flyer. We keep showing up with four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shit looking a little sketchy. What day is it? What day rough? You know what I mean? Rough, So, eventually, it gets to, this is like curving out into 2008. Okay. Right? When we went on tour, before that, I dropped out of college. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, this is. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Went so, to the league. I Everything y'all teaching me, I'm already doing. I'm already doing. You know? Yeah. So I signed my little my little my little management deal. But again, that deal still allowed me to be part of the group and all mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Um when I dropped out of school, obviously the school school thought I was like stupid. Okay. Because that's what they're supposed to say. They they supposed to say that. Because at this point I had been in school since 2004. Yeah. This is 2008. You're about to graduate. I'm yeah, about to it. freaking graduate. And yeah, I did extend a little bit because I dropped some classes in between. So my, I was gonna do I was on a five year plan. I was supposed to do four, but I was on a five. Shout year. out to the five years. You still getting exactly done. I was right. Done with it, yeah. But I was almost done with it, and you I just uh, man on the I dropped Where you out. And I remember my, my father wasn't happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> my mom, sure. I know your mom was mad. Uh, they wasn't happy about that. But the reason why I dropped out was because the manager encouraged me to pretty much. She was like, "Hey, you're gonna be making money." You don't need school. Like, what you need, like, what you gonna do with that? Like, that's gonna be just a piece of paper because you about, we, we, y'all about to, and at this point, they were talking about us doing a, some tour, like international tour. Oh, yeah. 
I remember because I remember being excited and telling my family about that whole thing. Never you know, international. Oh yeah, it was. We, they was trying to get us on this international tour, all this shit. So I was like, okay, we well, yeah, I don't guess I don't need school then because they got we this, live, baby. We right. live, baby. <laughs> because mind you, they have this big, beautiful house, these yeah. big, beautiful cars. I'm like, I'm I, I got to get in one of them Hummers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's man. what they was driving. So I was like. You know, all into the glitz and the. Your mind need to cut. And my mind need. Well, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and this group is already on TV. I already seen them. Y'all see them, whatever. And you starting <clears> to see money. I'm starting to see they have money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have that's money. Deal with that. So that that's <laughs> their money. Them Spanky's drugs. Yeah. Spanky's rules. What's the worst thing? Y'all baby talking about, hey, we just hit 50 million. Yeah. That's <laughs> with no, that shit. Yeah. They have money. I was getting so they did put us on a because they also had a clothing store at the time, mm-hmm. um, and we would manage the clothing stores at times. So they had us on like a two hundred dollar a week, and maybe I probably can, well, whatever. Sue me if I'm not sure. I can't remember the clauses of the in the, the. Do not sue him. He didn't mean those words. Allegedly, there we go. It was two hundred dollars a week, <laughs> right? Possibly, right? Possibly somewhere around there. Um, and they was paying us a week two hundred dollars. Um, at this point, I'm making two hundred dollars a week. We're on this tour, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they paying for your lifestyle. And they paying for your lifestyle. I'm not paying for. I had man, I had so many show clothes. It was just like yeah. everything. It was good. Mm-hmm. So dropped out of school because I just seen all the glitz and shit. And then around going into like September ish or something, uh, September October ish, mm-hmm. I remember getting a call back, like just a call, random call from my school, and we were actually in a radio like press meeting. With the group, and I kept my phone kept buzzing. I, t- I eventually during a break, we just, I took the call. It was my school, and it was like, "Hey, we realize, you know, no." They were like, "Do you realize you are only like months away from getting your degree?" I understand you have you be doing this 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 tour thing. You're yeah. going to die. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm about to make it. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm at, this, at this point, I'm like, you know, my song was on the radio down there. You're like, 106 <laughs> and Park. Right. But this is right. This is before the end, though. Oh, okay. But, but still, the, the radio was happening. So I'm like, man, they know who I am. Um, so anyway, I kind of blew them off at first. And then, sort of also around that time, the money started getting funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my $200 a week was getting down to 125 a week. And I'm looking like, yeah, um, we're talking about hummers in this big house. What's yeah, you know, y'all, yeah, yeah. So, the rest of the group got hummers and everything, they got whips and um, not everybody, a couple of them, a couple of them at the time did, um, not everybody, okay, but but still uh, enough to to be like, yeah, like, how are we, living? I know I'm gonna have this soon, yeah, right? we living like this, so what's, what's going on with my, my little hundred, right? My little 75, yeah, yeah. so. But even still, I was still like, I was still hungry. I was yeah. still in, I was mm-hmm. still working it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is when we were going, we were about to film for uh, MTV, my super sweet 16. This is late 2008. Okay. Going to that circuit, somewhere around October ish and shit. Okay. My school called again. And at this point, I'm, li- I'm like listening because I'm starting to sort of see stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of yeah. like, the writing's on the wall. It, it started to right, become clear, and people mm-hmm. are starting to ask, "Mike, what? But how? Are, what's going on with you? The lead singer? How are you not leading with some money? Yeah, like how are you, <laughs> you David Ruffin? Yeah. So, and people asking, so y'all went all the way to New York, and y'all did all those shows, and you, mm-hmm. that's all you got was two. So y'all did like three shows last week, but you got two. What? Hold up, shit ain't adding up. Shit you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, school call again. I'm like. I'm, I'll be up there. I came. I went back to when we got back to Atlanta after the tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. I went to the school, unknown to them. Signed like, back up. I signed back up, and I came back. And I remember I told them I enrolled back in school so I can finish my degree. Not that they were displeased with that, but I can sort of tell, like, oh, so you don't believe in me, or you don't believe in. This, the group, the, right. the, the, the whole thing, and it was shit, like, shit, the money funny, nigga. Okay, see, <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if I ever, the fuck, y'all looking at me like Smokey, man, 24 to 68. Listen, they looking at me like I, I don't twist. believe enough, <laughs> Let's, right? Shit, y'all give y'all money, and then at, at this point, this is still my, I'm still like 21, I think 20, 
probably 21, 22, some shit like that. Yeah. So this is still my young mind. You know, I'm mm-hmm. still thinking, yeah, I, I appreciate that, but I'm still able to see, like, I'm so close to this degree. Mm-hmm. I've already put in hundreds of thousands well, at this point. At least point. I can do is finish it. At least I can do is finish Y'all this like, shit. Me, and we ain't and we ain't making no damn money. Even though we're doing all these shows. Y'all making some y'all money. Y'all making some money, but I ain't getting shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of where I was like feeling. So eventually I was I got on unemployment. I ain't gonna go into details about that. We got unemployment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was making money, more money that way than and that was group. than a group. So mm-hmm. that happened. At the in the midst of that, we also auditioned in another member of the group. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it was again five of us, sort of six sometimes because the other guy was still in and out of sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we roll into two thousand nine. So I pushed everything around Christmas time, two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and it takes me a while to get these memories together. So okay. give me a second. Uh, 2009 2009 I remember we came back from Christmas because we went on Christmas break I went home mm-hmm. to Illinois to see my family for Christmas mm-hmm. came back that was and as a matter of fact that was the last time I seen my father mm-hmm. um, and anyway I came back and he was excited about yeah. the group stuff because right, right. he was he finally started to see like I yeah. got it. He got it. My boy on his way. He on his way. Like he's yeah. doing this. Like this. Yeah. Shit, this may be work. Cause we, at this point we were we were in those little teeny magazines. We were in like right on magazine and all that shit. Yeah. I got to uh, take a break. I'll be right back, y'all. Keep going. Keep going. Tell. Okay. You sure? I'm good. Bro. Okay. So anyway, like we um, his ass to be doing random <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um. So we we're on. We're at this point where we're recording another album. Mm-hmm. And mind you, the whole time we were, we was recording. That's what I was going to ask too. Were y'all album. recording albums? We were, re- we were recording. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, them saying it was an official album and we're recording an album for a record label, that's questionable. Because okay. at this point, the group was trying to, well, not the group, but management was trying to get the group to get another record deal at another record company. Y'all making like mixtapes type shit, or just some. And that's what mixtapes were. Yeah, yeah. So we were sort of making like song, like those one offs. You know sure, what I mean? Like sure. we had a single, or whatever, but we were still sort of just making these one off songs and yeah. shit. Um, so we continued to record, and then eventually, around going, I'm going to push forward a whole lot here. We're now into May of 2009. Okay. May 2009, we're now getting ready to get back on another like radio promotional tour. Exactly. So that's normally where we was doing our popping stuff. So we, I remember we were out in LA and we were, we did some shows out there and we were on our way to the airport and I remember we had just pulled up at the airport and we were about to get off the van and they got a, my manager got a call. Yeah. And I remember she just like stopped and was just like, what? And I can tell from the, whatever her emotions was at that point, something, yeah. something just fucking happened. Like, I don't know what it was. It her family, somebody we know, I don't know what it was, but like something just went down. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's when she got the phone. She was like, uh, PB died, which PB, yeah. we call him play. His name was playboy in the mm-hmm. group. Um, so shout out to him and his family. Man, R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. So he died, and had complications with us. Had the complications with the heart. So that was like sad as freaking That's hell. That's hard, bro. Because like we were, you know, it just was like first of all he was like it's, it was weird because you were young, right? So you're yeah, you're right, like yeah. it just death at that point when you're that young it just doesn't really sit well because no, we still live forever we we yeah, exactly we feel like yeah you just feel like you're gonna live forever yeah. at that point and um so when he died that was like a huge blow to the group and to not just the group but to the whole camp yeah. at that point mm-hmm. and um i remember them asking his mom asked us to sing at his funeral and she wanted us to sing um the song sailing uh i forget who originally did it but i know Yvonne did a Cover of it. Okay. Um, and she said she wanted to for us to sing that song because he had been listening to that song all day on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Mother's Day was like the week prior before he passed or the week the day before or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we was getting things together to sing at this funeral. And I remember like being so stressed because they were pressuring um, the type of performance they wanted us to give at this funeral. 
not not his family, but yeah, management yeah. was. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. It that was like one of the moments where I really was looking at the situation like, you know, because they was like, you you choir boy, because that's my name in the group. I'm not sure if I even mentioned that. I ain't heard that in a, I ain't heard that in a long time. Choir boy. Choir boy. You, know, you cry boy. You supposed you supposed to be like singing, like bringing down the house, like like churchy. You know, you gotta you know church it up, giving people some soul, like giving some soul. Give people people should be crying by the time you finish singing, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like, what? This is a funeral. Right. Like right. I'm I'm actually sad I'm that this. Sad too. I'm supposed yeah. to drop everything that just happened. And yeah, just put on a same for y'all, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm so, sad too, guys. Yeah, I like I was that that whole thing. I'm looking like what? Like that one really threw me. Yeah. But I just what I did was I just gave the performance how I wanted to give. I'm not gonna put on the show because I don't want nobody showing up at my at my like, hooping and hollering, doing all, all that. that shit. Yeah. Listen, yeah. make it cute, boo, and just. Mike, I'm coming in the road. If, I, if you go first, yeah. I'm showing out. Yeah. You're singing a lot of the songs through the sermon, <laughs> just randomly, too. <laughs> you better not go Hell for me. No. Listen. You better not go for me, Mike. Man. <laughs> you either. The, uh, oh, you can act up at mine. You know I'm, I'm a fool. Fool. <laughs> not at his. Come Big on, balls man. of tears, too, acting a fool. Man, look. You okay, you can act a fool. You can, as a matter of fact, I want everybody. I want, I want everybody to uh, act a fool. You should probably call your mama just in case if you go for us. <laughs> well, Ryan coming. He acting yeah. a fool. And it's okay. I'll probably just put him in a room or something. Right. You accept that? <laughs> he need to hear what's happening though, so he can act a fool. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so, like through that whole performance, I was kind of like, like this is weird. Like this is a, it didn't feel weird. If that's when I started to really see like. This is a show. Yeah, like some This is like yeah. you know. Yeah. We don't matter. We just yeah. pawns. We just yeah. pawns. Like we're just we're. I don't know what we're game we're playing or who we're playing it with exactly, but mm-hmm. we're not. We don't quite matter in this situation yeah. as much as we thought. Mm-hmm. So um, at this point, I'm about to. So this is May 2009. I'm about to graduate finally June 2009. So PB passed away. A week or so later, my father passed away. Man. The last Hell of a man. Man. Yeah. The last conversation I had with him was about PB passing away. Yeah. So it was like, and the only and of course when somebody passed away, you remember the last things y'all mm-hmm. talked about. And that was the last thing we talked about was him saying, like, because I was I was still kind of sad and I was probably complaining to him about how we just had to sing at this funeral and I didn't want to do da da da. Um and I just remember him saying, like, Mike, that's part of life. People die. Like, death apart. And that that mm. stuck with me to the day, like, him saying that. And I'm just like, I'm not sure if he said that because he knew something. Yeah, or, like, yeah. did I need to did I need to hear that to yeah, feel to be better, to be prepared? Yeah. Yeah. So, when he, so, a couple weeks later, he dies, right? And at this point, we're, we're in a studio still recording stuff. And I remember the day we were, uh, Recording, I got the news that he passed away. And I'm like, I didn't think I would emotionally feel that way when my father passed away because we had a rocky relationship throughout my whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but at the end of his life, though, we were we were good. Yeah. You know, um, but it was just I just didn't think I would still feel that way. Mm-hmm. So but when he passed away, I, my reaction was something that I didn't even know Hell I would no, react I, that way. No, right. And that's why I be telling people when people say, man, if that happened to me, I'll do this. Or I'll be that person that say this. And you do have, that. No, you idea, have no idea how yeah. you would act in a moment of anything. So yeah. it's easy to guess certain things, right? Yeah. But your parents, you only get one of each. <laughs> no, you, can't, you can't predict what's going on. I've already told everybody when it's time, y'all might as well just go hold me down. Right. Because I'm going to lose it. I, I know I will. It's... But as you say, you never know what you do. I might you shut down know. and become an introvert. Because I'm like, I, I was falling off. I couldn't even stand up. Like, they had to come grab me up. Like, yeah. when I got the news, I'm just like, like, body just, like, had a reaction to that news, you know? So, that happens. I remember as I'm crying and, like, going through my little, you know, mm-hmm. moment of just finding this out, I remember the manager at some point, she had talked to me before, but she came back out to talk to me again because they were, rec- they were we were recording at this point. They are in the studio recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, okay, well, I'll let you fly out the day before the funeral. Then you can just fly out the, uh, the night Not of the bad. funeral. 
And I was like, in my mind, as I'm crying even, I'm thinking, hold on, so you're going to let me fly out the day before the funeral and I'm going to fly back the night of the funeral? And mind you, I'm crying and, and hugging her probably at this point. And it's it just... don't add up. It don't add up. I like, need more than a day. Yeah. That's 24 hours, you telling me. And plus, I ain't making no money. <laughs> I ain't making no motherfucking money. The and I'm recording this work. And I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah. No? Did y'all and, want me to come right back? I can't get no time to grieve or nothing. Nothing. Like, like ponds, bro. Ponds. And I was just like, that, when she said it, that really stuck with me the in, for the rest of that time when I was in the group. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, you really don't care mm-hmm. about us like that. No. Like, you really don't. No. Like, you may feel like you do, and I appreciate you for putting me in that position. But this group is over me as a person, for sure. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Get over that shit, come back and sing, bro. Man. So I, I was like, I'm not going to let the record label buy my flights. I'm about to shit myself. Yeah. So I bought my own flights right. and my flights were, so mind you, we, at that point we were, we already had books, like photo shoots, like a day or two after. So I was like, okay, I'm going to muster it up to do this photo shoot because honestly that meant a lot to the rest of the group because we got to mm-hmm. get this promo shit, mm-hmm. pro, you know, rolling. Mm-hmm. And plus it's only two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to wait these two days out. I'm going to do this photo shoot. I left in the middle of the photo shoot, like to go catch my flight. There's like I shot my shots. The group was still <laughs> shooting shit. I I was already gone. I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. I can even show the. I can maybe put. I can do it. Send some of the photos. Y'all want to use them for y'all? Oh, yeah, yeah, anything. Or whatever at that point. Like so, I got on a flight, went home. And I was gone for like two weeks um, to pretty much help bury my father because at that point it was just me and my siblings doing yeah. this, and we were young, like yeah. trying to figure this shit out. We like, your siblings were young, young. Yeah, like it was. Yeah. It was mostly like me and Mickey. Yeah. You know, shout make, out to Mickey, right? Shout out, shout out. Making a lot of, of the Mickey decisions, my but dad. my brothers also helped too. My brothers Senio and Mike mm-hmm. also helped. But they were young. But we were young. Yeah, y'all were young, but they were young, young. Yeah, and we were just mentally. Like, there's no way they could really have helped. Y'all barely could. We could barely do it. Yeah. So how are you going to expect somebody still in the high school stages? Man, it, it, yeah, that that. And the, the thing was, and for those that don't know, my father passed away in the motorcycle crash. So that right. was instant. You right. know, it wasn't like he was sick and then we like, oh, we knew he was going to pass away eventually mm-hmm. or something. Um, and we had time to prepare. Right. That was just the instant thing to where we were just like, what? Like, it's still, and to this day, some of it's just like, what? Like, how the hell? Right. And, and when you're that young and he was like still so young, you're just like, in my mind, they're going to live forever. Yeah. Yeah. But when that happened, that questions your own mortality. You like mm-hmm. thinking like, damn, this uh-huh. shit really could be over yeah. at any at point. Any time. At any man. It, so Right now. <laughs> at right now. And at that, wrong. at that point, I was just like, all right, what am I doing? And this is when I was back in Kankey dealing with my with the family and the uh, funeral stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Because if this group thing is gonna work, it should have already. I should have already started to see something by now. Mm-hmm. Even though I was in a group at that point, only like a year, maybe two years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I doing? And I was just thinking, yo, whatever decisions I make from now on is gonna be on my terms sure. on how I felt about shit. And when I got back to Atlanta, I sort of sort of became a little bit of a rebel. A little bit in the group. This is when I was starting to sort of see the light a little bit in that situation mm-hmm. and be like, okay, so when we wasn't making money. Who was making the money? Who was making the money? Mm-hmm. Where did the money go? Still don't really know exactly. But actually, because of resources and, and people that know, know. And people that they know, know. And though people that they know that don't that they don't know that told me right, right, <laughs> what was really right. happening, um, that's how I know. Right. And I was just like, and I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble for people that they know that told me, but I was just like, whoa! I was like, I had a, no idea it was like that. I had yeah. no idea because this whole time I was blinded by the the Hummers, the BMWs, the big mm-hmm. house, the episode on 106, no, right. I mean not 106 Park at that point, but the uh, Sweet 16, all that right. shit. I'm like. 
whoa, wow, wow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard that on MTV too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, so this, uh, get back to Atlanta, I'm about to graduate college. Mm-hmm. My family comes down because I'm about to graduate. So Mickey now, my brothers, and uh, my mom have come down mm-hmm. for my graduation. And this was another thing where I was just like, okay, maybe time to get out of here. Or I need to start planning something. Um, we were, my family came to the house or whatever. We hanging out, we chilling. At that house? At that house. Mm-hmm. Um, we're chilling or whatever, having a good time, I guess, whatever time you can have. Uh, and they left. Mm-hmm. And then my manager called a meeting with everybody after my family left. So, I, we, and mind you, we sat in many a meetings, like meetings oh, yeah. for three hours. Makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, right, because we we're a unit. We had to move together. Yeah. Um, and we, in a meeting, and in this meeting, she brings up, well, why come Choir Boy is not telling his family to call him Choir Boy? Why are they still calling him Mike? So that becomes the topic of the meeting, basically. And I'm looking like, what? What are you talking about? So mama called him Mike, daddy called him Mike. I'ma call him Mike. Right. Like spirits person. Right. But I'm like, my family, that's all they know me as is Mike. They don't know choir boy. That's like some y'all, I mean, not y'all made up. Y'all ain't made up. That's a stage name. That's like what what happens around here. I'm Mike to them. And we'll always be that to them. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck you in my business, bro? Yeah. This ain't got nothing to do with the group. But and, and just that it is like that was the control, yeah. the control factor that they had over all of us at this point. You know, we our minds was like warped, and that's gonna come into play in the next story I tell you on the well, by the time we get to 2010. Um, anyway, so at that point, and at this, everybody's like supposedly mad at me because I'm not telling them to call me choir boy. And I'm just like, I'm not telling them that. No. How do I look going to my family? Don't call me Mike. Call me Choir Boy. I'm Choir Boy my now. My dad just died. This is the name he gave me. Y'all can't call me that. That shit sound like some bullshit, though. It was. It, it was. It was. <laughs> and from it there, I... needed a reason. Take to back that shout out. out. They, they needed just, just as many... That's all that shit was. Yeah. Take back that shout out. The So I was just like, okay. At that point, and once I seen... Like one of the other guys in the group, like get loud with me too and yell at me about me not telling my family. I'm looking like, hold on, I don't even know well, you. Cause. I don't even know. Like, I don't well, know. And, and mind you, with all the shit that you said about these people and stuff, you told me about these people. You had the nerve to say something. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of that. So they started mm-hmm. to use the guys in the group to manipulate us against each yeah. other. So because at some point. The group was so tight, like, because we could hang out and chill out and talk shit about everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we got in front of them, it became like we were different. Yeah. Oh, so okay. behind closed doors, when the management and stuff went around, Best friends. we were, mm-hmm. oh man, we, bro, like, honestly, when they wasn't around, we had no issues. We was all chill. We was all, we, we see each other in this shit. Right. But when they came around, everybody switched. But that's everybody like, for themselves. Everybody for themselves. Private conversations. Exactly. That's how that shit works. And then that manipulation started because the manager would go to one of them and say, yeah, well, I'll just say what she, what happened to me because that's what I can speak to. Like, she'll come to me and say, well, yeah, such and such, they, they said that you um, was saying this or that you uh, was on the phone and they heard, heard you say this or whatever. I'm looking like, well, why would what's the name say that shit? I need number one. I didn't even say that. But why would they come to you telling you some shit that they heard me say? Figure out some shit or see if you gonna say some shit. Yeah, and I'm like, and so what that does is at that point when you're young and you don't know the shit, the games, you just like, why would that motherfucker do that shit? Like, dude, we cool. What the hell? Right. So now that they like don't say nothing. Right, and then that made me not trust them no more. The guys that started making me start questioning the guys in the group, like. Dude, oh no, you shady. Because yep. why you go back and tell mm-hmm. them that lie? And you we were just cool. And we were just cool. Because when they gone, we we all was cool. And they right. can make it seem like whatever. But that's the fucking truth. We was we was jelly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, move past the rest of 2009. And we're now in 2010. When I went home, I'll go back a little bit. When I go, went home for the 2009 break for uh, Christmas, Mm-hmm. At that point, I had started to plot my way to get out of the group. <laughs> I was like, it's either I'm staying in Illinois 
I'm just not going to go back down to Atlanta. They're going to have to like do something. Yeah. Find somebody, find somebody else. Or I'm going to get down there. I'm just going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to have an attitude like everybody else be, was doing. Because I was always humble and just always like, the, yeah, sure, I'll get it done. You know, yeah. I was always that person. But I'm like, I'm going to start having an attitude like the rest of these dudes I ain't doing shit in the group. You know what just I mean? Just dance. Just dance. <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to start doing that shit. Yeah. And see what happened. Right. You know what I mean? So I came back in 2010 with, with that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. But that's when shit really started to curve. Because then we got the attention of Ralph Transvan. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a... From New Edition. Yeah, New Edition. Yeah. So Ralph Transvan from New Edition. Someone had seen us or something, someone that knew him told us about, hey, yo, this is group in Atlanta. You need to check them out. Mm-hmm. He came over to the house one day and we performed for him and he loved us. You was like, oh, I can't leave now. I, man. Dang, it's Ralph. I was like, shit, <laughs> bro. It's Ralph. I was so close. <laughs> I was so close. And the thing was, because I was strategically trying to get put out because I was like, well, if they put me out, they're going to do away with my contract, right? Mm-hmm. But... If I leave, they can then keep me in that contract right, yeah, forever right. and ever, or whatever that the terms are, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit. And, at, and every time, every year, every January, we had to re-up our contract. No matter how long the term said, they will make us re-up our contracts, which is very questionable. But at the time, again, I'm young and not really understanding. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I re-signed my contract. And at this point, we are now with a label. So everything is going through this other label. And also, at this point, we're going through Universal Music Group. Are you signed to Universal Music Group at this point? The group... So this is how this works. Universal is the major label. Mm -hmm. The group and I were signed to Earl Jam. Mm -hmm. Earl Jam is signed to Universal. Right. So Earl Jam... Exactly. So Earl Jam could bring in. So by right, we can say yeah, I was signed to major label because it's true. Well, no, no, no. I don't. I'm not asking you. Okay. So earlier, when y'all were signed to Block Entertainment, yeah, the group was signed to Block Entertainment, but you were signed to through contract just through the through the management. management. Yeah. When you signed this time, when you signed with the late, I mean, with the group, I was signed with the group to management to Earl Jam. So never as an artist, only. Your only connection was through management. Right. They managed you, basically. Right. Because your manager was through them. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But everybody else in the group was signed to them. No, they were signing. So at this point, they were signed exactly the way I was signed. Okay. So what happened before I got in the group, how they were signed to Block, I'm not exactly. They could have definitely all signed directly to Block. Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure about that. But I know when I got to the group, we were all, at least from my knowledge, we were all signed the exact same way. Got it. Okay. Um. And again, we have to re-up those contracts every year. Even though the contract, I think the length of the terms, I believe, was around two or three years, or mm-hmm. even five maybe. But still, they made us redo it every year. Mm-hmm. But anyway, at this point, we have the tension of Ralph. Ralph, he wants to, he's like, yo, this could be like huge. This is like 2010. So at this point, only group out was, I'm not sure if you guys remember back in that day, you had Day 26 that just, day got, 26, put, that huh? just got put together yeah. on MTV making a yeah. band. Uh, which I also auditioned for and didn't make it. Okay. Um, but that was uh, obviously prior. Um, Did he focus? Go ahead. <laughs> actually, it was not even Lorianne. Lorianne liked me. Okay. Yeah. Lorianne liked me. Mm-hmm. The It was another guy. His name was Unk. Unk won't fucking with you. Yeah, Unk won't. He won't. He won't feel Unk won't feel it. He won't feel it. He was not feeling my voice to me. He was not feeling it. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful. Because, um, I mean. All right. You could have had him spears. You really could have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, but Lorianne, she liked me. I, I was happy just because of that. Uh, anyway, uh, so Ralph was like, "Yo, I'm gonna take these guys. I'm a. They still. Um, he didn't really think we needed much more development because at this point we were under management and we've been rehearsing so much for all those it years. Was so routine. Right? It was so routine. Like we were legit. Wake up in the morning, seven o'clock." work out for like 45 to an hour and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Right after that, you take a little break, go wash up, shower up or whatever, and get back down to the rehearsal hall. Rehearsal hall, we down there for legit about eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, That's and the same this songs. is a job. Same yeah. songs. Same fucking little show. 
Same shit. Man, that shit was so... I hated them fucking songs. <laughs> I hated them damn songs. Anyway, like, so that's... And mind you, we ain't making no money. Yeah. So at this point, no one's making any money. At this point, nobody's making money. But also at this point, I'm starting to see a decline in the possessions. So a decline mm. in the, the, the cars are gone. The Hummer is repossessed or gone. I'm not going to say it's, it's gone. The BMW is gone. Damn. The other truck is gone. At this point, we have some other vehicle. I forget what type of vehicle was in the car I came with. You mm. know, so we're at this point, things are looking a little definitely they get in your car. Oh, yeah. At this point. At this point. And mind you, when I first came around, though, we wasn't driving my car to these yeah. events. Like, no, 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 no. Because I, I had a 99 Sebring. Right. I love okay. that car, though. But anyway, like, they, um, they, we were not, oh, no, we're not riding they that. They need the Sebring. We yeah, exactly. We were riding the Hummer, the BMW, or whatever else they right. had. Um, but anyway, so that's, at, that, at this point, things are looking a little shabby. However, Ralph is coming around, and I'm, like, loving it. Because Ralph is like, yo... He he want to take over and be the manager or at this point it was go, co-manager because management was like, no. Yeah, yeah ain't right. taking out people it, type shit. Right? Exactly. She like, no, nah, I didn't put too much into this group. And by right, she did. You know, however, at that point. She took out a lot from that group too. That's my <laughs> word, not his. <laughs> but at that point, she, the <laughs> thing was, and I don't care if they could have totally admit this, but the thing is, as a group, when we were just Ain't nobody else around. We all, including the son, because her son was in the group too. Mm. We all were like, yo, I hope Ralph just signed, just take us and do what he can do with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing was, we all were totally still appreciative mm-hmm. of the manager. We were just like, yeah, we just feel like, yeah. we hope Ralph put his hands on this. Yeah. yeah we, she we, could collect money. Let Ralph put his hands on this. Yeah. Let, because we're, at the, we're older. Right. We, we're so under their, their, their thumb and they're like, it was like, we couldn't just go to Walmart if we wanted to. I have to say, Hey, can I go to Walmart? I'm like, I'm like, I'm 22, 23 years old at this point. I'm, I'm asking, can I go somewhere right in my back, car? Bro. Right. In I'll my car. Right I'm at, Yeah, like, I got to go and ask, can I go to the Walmart real quick just to get... And that's how... To get out the house. To get out the house. Yeah, just to clear my... I'm sorry. Just to clear my mind a little bit. I'm just like... And, of course, these are all ringing bells. All this shit is making sense yeah. now. It's like, yeah. this shit is kind of like a cult almost. Mm-hmm. Like, this is getting some scary, this is scary mm-hmm. shit. So anyway, Ralph was coming around. We were recording. This is when we really started working on the album. Ralph came around. He did some songs with us. We were like excited. We started getting songs from other producers. We were going out to uh, LA to record more songs for this album. We are like, yo, this is going to be great. This album's going to be hot. And then that's when we did 106 in Park. Got it. So Ralph was, okay. So yeah. not that Ralph had a hand in putting us on 106 in Park. But Ralph but, was getting it moving. Yeah. But, but right. So we had that momentum now. Like, oh mm-hmm. shit, we're on 106 in Park. Then a little bit after that, we got offered to come and perform on the Monique show. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, shit, this shit has happened. And at, yeah. at this point, I'm starting like, damn, I'm so glad I didn't leave the group yeah. at that point because yeah. I would have missed this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we still recording with Ralph. And then eventually, we I remember we were in New York on the radio press tour. And we were doing an interview. Ralph was supposed to come with us mm-hmm. to New York. Ralph didn't come. And that was kind of weird because Ralph at this point had been mm-hmm. on us. Like yeah. been, even when um, we were in the studio, he could be in the studio. This is back when Skype had just started to come out, right? Right. He would Skype into the studio and be legit on his computer the whole time we're recording a song, just just hearing yeah. us sing in the he studio. Was he was yeah, he was really, and that's one thing I was oh. like. I love that moment. I love that I even have that moment yeah. in my life. That yeah. Ralph was so hands on. Now it was one song he had me singing. I fucking hated that damn song. Yeah. It's probably a nice song, but the thing was, I hated it because I legit felt like I was in that booth for three hours recording a fucking verse. I was so he was doing it over and over and over. Bro, I was so mad at him. Like I'm like, man, fuck Ralph. <laughs> I <believe laughs> I'm the people that come to see you, they coming to see oh, me. Right. I like I I'm telling Ralph, I ain't no damn Johnny Gill. Okay. <laughs> right, you gonna right. get these Mike Spears vocals. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you gonna get. He made me record that thing so many goddamn times. So when you hit it like Johnny up. Not well, not even because I can look and I remember the song, and whenever I listen to the song, it's been years, but I'm still thinking like, 
I still didn't get it. We gonna keep that last. We gonna keep yeah, it. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, but, I, but but to be really honest, like it was so cool working with Ralph because I mean there were other songs obviously that I knocked out the right. park and it was good. Mm-hmm. But it was just that one particular song I remember. But um, that, and that's just a cool experience to have like had to work with a legend like yeah. that, like Ralph Transvet. Yeah. Um, and okay, so he didn't come to the to, to the New York shit. Mm-hmm. He did call into the radio station while we were there. He okay. did do that part. Then we got back to Atlanta, and we're still on the same press tour, mm-hmm. and we're at um, V103 doing the. And this is when we got interviewed with uh, Ryan Cameron. I should be out familiar with Ryan Cameron. I'm not in Atlanta. Okay. For those who are familiar, shout out, shout out shout to Ryan out. Cameron. Yeah. Uh, so we that's when we did the interview with him, and Ralph was there with us, but that was the last time we seen Ralph. Damn! All of a sudden, he just disappeared. All of a sudden, it was just like take that back one more time. But he didn't. We didn't see him. He called in to the interview, mm-hmm. but even when he called in to the interview, it was different. It was different. Cause he wasn't saying, "Oh, these my boys." Like he wasn't saying that shit. He was like, "Yeah, this is final draft. They're they're a nice group of guys," and that was about all he had to say for the interview, almost. Mm. So we're like, "Yeah, that was kind of weird." He said that shit like that. I did yeah. kind of pick up on that yeah. shit. Like, what's going on, you know? So later on, I remember management telling us, "Well, the reason why, or one of the reasons why, it could be, well, she blamed it on us. She said that, oh, because he's seen that y'all not as talented." As you know, y'all first, as he first thought, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what she said to us, and we're looking like that don't make no sense though. Like, we probably got better since he showed up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like for real. And I'm looking like, hmm, that's kind of strange because <laughs> <laughs> that's strange. He said, <laughs> <laughs> that's strange that Ralph would just leave us like that. Um, but then later on, after I left the group. I was talking to someone that also knew a lot about that situation that was also a part of that situation. And they was telling me sort of what was happening at that time that we wasn't privy to. It was a money to. struggle. Mm-hmm. It was a money struggle. Ralph wanted to co-manage the group. And obviously that comes with some money. Split up. Mm-hmm. And that also comes with some power. Yeah. Because and now you... all this energy in for nothing, pretty much. And by right, he a fucking yeah. Ralph Transman. We need him way more than we... I mean, we need more him more than he need us. And no offense, like... We need him more technically than you at this point. Yeah. Because you've gotten us to where you can to get what we want to get. You got to fall back Exactly. You're going to get paid. You're going right. to get paid. You're going to get paid. And Ralph was like, okay, I'm going to put these guys on this tour because my group is getting back together. So I'm going to have them open up for us or whatever. We're like, oh, hell yeah. Like, But at this point, he was uh, with Bobby, Johnny, and um, yeah, Bobby and Johnny. I think they uh, were. Ellis. No, I no they, were, they were called Heads of State or something like that. Them three together. They, okay. were, they were doing some tour together or whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, this is really strange that he would just leave us like that. But he eventually found out that it was a it was a power thing, and the reason why uh, Ralph ducked out was because he seen how much control and power mm-hmm. that the management had over us, and realized that it's nothing he really could do for yeah. us because we're gonna always do what as she what, what they tell us to do. Mm-hmm. So, and by right, I totally understand that now looking back. Moonwalked on y'all ass. Yeah, he sure the hell yeah. did. Yeah, um, and then. This take us all the way into now we're getting to like the summertime and this is when shit is really bad in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where that trust that we once had, like that brotherhood that we had. It's falling apart now. Yeah, this is where even when we're together by ourselves, the trust is gone. Like we don't really trust each other like that because we already been manipulated thinking this person's saying shit behind my back, that person's mm-hmm. saying shit. That's her son and even though he says his shit about them a lot, mm-hmm. Um, in front of them, none and, of that. Yeah, in front of them is totally none of that. So you just like, but though, yeah, it's, it's so weird. It's the dynamic. I'm sorry, the dynamics in that situation right. was so fucking weird. And at this point, I can just kind of sense the end because we were at this point. This is where things would get physical between us, the group. Y'all started to fight. We were starting to get. We started tussling a little bit. Like this wouldn't. I wasn't tussling nobody. I mean, they they came at me a couple times, but I'm like. I'm kind of, see, I'm a, I'm a bit of an asshole when I get into it with people. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at you like, dude, you for real? No, man, look. You, you serious? We finna do this, we finna do it. Yeah, you serious? Y'all for yeah. it. Look, don't think yeah. about so it. So I'm, I'm kind of an asshole about yeah. that. So they, I can, I just egged them on a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But be, and I, I've, yeah, been called faggot, all type of shit in that whole situation. It was. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, we can get to that part in a second. 
But yeah. That's correct. And it eventually got to that point, and I also know about a lot more darker things that was happening in the situation yeah. that was where I personally felt like, and not even me, the group felt like, and they're not going to admit this to them, but they, we all knew some shit was happening, where we were a cover-up for something else. Mm-hmm. And That makes sense, because mm-hmm. where is this money going? Yeah. Where my money at, bro? <laughs> How we go on two tours? You talk about two hundred dollars. You can't even hold up a week. Allegedly. Allegedly. You can't even a week. Yeah, and then Man, and there are some other things I'm not gonna mention on here, but there's definitely a lot of other. You know, I'm gonna ask them off the air, but keep going. Yeah, there, I mean, there, I'm sure. Though. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. There was a lot, some other things that happened where I know for sure there was money received. So, but we when did you leave? So I left around September. Okay. Ish. I forget the exact date, but I remember she called us all down and she was like, I decided to disband the group. So I was she like, Temptation and shit. Yeah. So I'm like, the Money to call the name. She can just do that all. <laughs> yeah. But and, and prior to that calling down of this next that meeting, like maybe weeks before that, she was like, Y'all need to get out and get a job because I'm not taking care of y'all. Da, da, da. So we all out there looking for jobs, but we find a draft though. And mind you, in Atlanta at this point, y'all we're kind of popular. Oh, like yeah. people sort of know us out there. Right. So now you look for a job. What are you? <laughs> I was just on one on Six and Park. I was just on the Monique show. What the oh, hell yeah, am I doing? Yeah. Bringing you pizza, <laughs> like yeah, covering up for some bullshit. And that makes so much sense. Man, it, 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 I'm just not. I'm not going to that. Uh, okay, it was a lot, yeah. a whole lot of shit going on to the point where I was just like, "This is scary now." Like this is. I'm now at a point where I am honestly fearing for my life yeah. at this point. Like I'm thinking, like, yo, Anytime. at any time something can happen in this situation, and that would be the end of me and end of the whole thing potentially. You know, so I felt like just that much pressure. Where I felt like, okay, I really got to get out of here. So when she came down there with that news, I was like, good, I'm out. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You know. And I remember two of us left at the same time. It was me and I'll just say say the stage name. Don't, you know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of his damn stage name. The guy with the stage name who left. Shout out stage name. Don't even do it. Shout right. out. Right. That's out. his name. Stage uh, name. Shout uh, out to the other guy. Sincere was, smart was his name in the group. Sincere. Shout Sincere. out. Sincere. Um, which was Nick Cannon's cousin. Okay. okay. Um, so not not to do that. That's kind of a shady plug, or not a no, shady. Cool. That was I mean, kind of a cheap Sincere plug. Sincere Cannon. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. No. No. So anyway, so we left the group the same day. I I remember I helped him pack his stuff in my car. And I took him to Lithonia and dropped him off at his uncle's house. Mm-hmm. I went back. No, I went to a friend's house at that point because I was so stressed out and everything. I went back to the house after it got dark, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm thinking everybody's asleep. Mm-hmm. And, I, and mind you, this is a big-ass house, right? And the driveway is fucking long and shit. So I'm driving up to this fucking driveway. That all the lights are out and shit. You're like, yes, I can I'm, just get in and out. That's what I was thinking. Like, I can get in and out. I mean, I know this house like the back of my fucking hand. I can, get, I can do this shit. Mm-hmm. I fucking tiptoe in the house, went through the garage and everything, all nice and quiet and shit. I get in there and I see like a computer light on. I'm like, the fuck over there? And mine was just like two in the morning. Yeah. What the fuck? And it was one of the guys in the group. He was, he was actually bootlegging movies offline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So that's them days. Man. Man. He was just perks pocket up. Yeah, man. He was on that watch and stuff and shit. These worldwide internet. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I remember we we talked just a, a quick second, mm-hmm. and I think he's like, "So you out?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm out." And I think that's like one of the last things I we even said to each other. So I went up to my room and like started taking all my shit out, putting it in my car, and then my silly ass was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna," because I was so tired. I had been up that whole day, so like I'm just gonna lay here for like just an hour, get a little little nap of pool, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just gonna get in my car and go while it's still dark. I fucking laid down, fell asleep, mm. woke up the damn... It's morning. It's morning. Mm. And downstairs, I hear somebody call my name. Choir boy. Choir boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I woke up all like, of them. Yeah. Bro, I was like, oh. And I was... I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. Because there's already so yeah. much shit going on. I'm just like... You ain't supposed to be there. Nice. I ain't supposed to be there. I just walked to the car like this. Thank y'all. I'm out. I'm out of here. And I'm like, talk to y'all in the next room. So I wake up 
And um, so I get up and I look downstairs and the way my room was set up, it was like, right. The kitchen was like this space and imagine my room being like right up there, right, right up the stairs. So okay. they're like standing right they can see you the moment you come down. Soon I come down. I'm like, soon I hit that door. They can see my feet even get yeah, up. You know what I'm saying? So I come down the stairs, and I remember the manager was like uh, telling me that she only disbanded the group at that particular moment just to get the other guy out of the group. And she was telling me that I need to I should stay. And I was like, Well, honestly, I want to leave anyways. Yeah. You know, I and I remember telling her, like, mm-hmm. I appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I need to get out of here, you know. And I remember telling me, like, well, we have these other things coming up. We want to get y'all this, get y'all that, get y'all on this. But at this point, I'm thinking, like, all those promises that was made, mm-hmm. what happened to this shit months ago? Where is the money? Where my money at? Why am I broke? <laughs> and then trying to flip it the next day. Cause that's probably what they did mean. They probably did want to disband y'all. Just probably sat on it, thought about it, and was like, nah, mm-hmm. let me try to. I let me try to get right. Let yeah. me try to get it. You know, and but at that point, quiet, boy. <laughs> right, and at that point, I was just I was over it. I was like, I, I've had enough of this arguing and this. Because the thing is, they're family too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they're arguing and go back and forth. It was family shit they mm-hmm. argued about. I ain't they pulling shit. you in. It. They yeah. pulling us it's in. Anything, like yeah. I ain't no. doing. I ain't got nothing to do with no none of that yeah, family stuff. True. But I'm always yeah. somehow got to listen to it because y'all gonna make us listen to. It. Yeah. You know. So anyway, all means about y'all family. Crazy. Right. I ain't I, even from here, man. Dude. What's your last name? Because I'm not that. Ain't never seen you at not every union. The um. So. After that whole that talk, and I was seriously like almost like trembling, like scared, like because I wasn't sure what was what somebody was gonna try to pull some. Like I'm like at this point I don't trust. Slap this contract down, and I ain't. I don't trust nobody. Yeah, and and I'll say this, and I'll go back a little bit before I get to this last point, uh, and we can move on from the group stuff. But there was a point where before she disbanded the group, like maybe weeks before she even asked us to go get or tell us go get jobs, get out of her house and get jobs Mm -hmm. or whatever. She pulled us down to the studio and she go one by one and ask us, do we trust her? She asked, you know, Lucky, do you trust me? And Lucky, yeah, I trust you. Like, she asked the next person, you trust me? Yeah, I trust you. I trust you. But in my mind, I was thinking like, you motherfucking niggas. This, this, ain't had what we, this ain't what we talked about. Right. Y'all had a whole different game before she walked down those yeah. stairs. Right. Y'all was saying a whole bunch of other yap yap before she walked down those stairs. And mind you, I was normally, again, I was normally the quiet one. The, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll go ahead. I'll do it. You know, because mm-hmm. I just wanted to make it. I wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. But at this point, my father passed away. I started just realizing, I'm, I can't live like this. Uh, not for less than $200 yeah. a week. And I got to get a job. For right. $175. What was that? $125 a week. Man. It wasn't even $200 no mm-hmm. more. He said it was one down lower than that. Remember? And, and, and mind you, at this point, the money that Allegedly. we had, the money a week had completely stopped. So there wasn't no money a week. There wasn't no money a week at this point. Man, so we weren't making nothing. The only thing we was making, if we did, like, room, room and board. That's it. That's it. Shit, if that, she told y'all to get some jobs. We had to get some jobs. And the thing was, we, mind you, we all, most of us, I'm going to say all of us, we were on unemployment. Yeah. So we were getting money from the government. So they wasn't really. Once they knew that, they was right. like, oh, no, we're good. Right. We good. Yeah. You know, and yeah. So anyway, she went by one by one. She get to me and I'm still thinking like, I can't believe you weak. Y'all just, I'm gonna tell her the truth. I'm gonna tell her the truth, I, and I was waiting on my turn. Like I'm just, <laughs> Mike said he was. I'm just, like, like this. This like I'm like this is gonna seem hella out of character for me. Yeah, right. But at this point, I started to channel my father and started to be like, he wouldn't. He would tell me no. Tell her how you feel. Tell her how you feel. The land came out. And I was just I like, tell you how I feel. And y'all talk about it afterwards. But you right. know how you feel. Exactly. So she got me and I told her, like, I don't trust you. And I told her, like, because you said we was going to do that. We never did that. You said we we're going to do that. We never did that. Mm-hmm. You said we was doing this. And then that just disappeared. You said when we performed for that particular producer that was going to get us on that tour mm-hmm. afterwards, you said the reason why he didn't give us that deal and this was Nicki Minaj's manager at the time. This was back in the day before Nicki had blew, blew, blew up. She, this was when she was just on the My Chick is Bad shit. Yeah. Right. You said 
that the reason why the group didn't get that deal was because that guy said that one of the guys in the group was gay. But you use that to manipulate the guys because everybody already knew about my sexuality. Mm, right. They all knew that. Right. But it was like a secret. It was a hush-hush. Nobody was talking about it. None of that. Right. But you so used, got to it. You use that so the guys can get pissed off at me. Because mm-hmm. now That's it looks crazy. like now it looks like I blew the deal. Right. That's but that wasn't crazy. true because I learned that later on. That shit never happened. He never had a conversation with her about none of that. If anything, she was fucking up y'all shit. She no, she was messing up. She was pocketing it pretty. Man. I don't like and the thing is, but I'll let it go. Anyway, so she got to me. She got to me and I I I was like, no, I don't. I don't. How'd she take it? Oh, she said she was hurt and I can't believe that you would feel that way after I've done so much for you mm-hmm. and I believed in you and I put you in this group and, and you came to us, you had nothing. And I'm looking like, and you almost about right. Right. But I still ain't got nothing. I still ain't got nothing. <laughs> I still ain't got nothing. <laughs> still ain't got nothing. <laughs> well, That's my money, man. Right. I still ain't got nothing. Fuck but what you know. I, you know I just got to cut you off to this. What? They to put either one of us in that group, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, now remember, young Ryan, he just brought right. his oh. me. Hey, a month in, and hey, yo, them two hundred dollars was cool, but I need a little bit more than two hundred dollars. Well, I, I've just been a well Ryan, we need you to. Well, I'm gonna go and pack my stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in my car. Yeah, y'all, y'all go right. When you come up with a little bit more money, y'all go ahead and do wop that shit. <laughs> yeah, do wop that shit, man. Man, it, but yeah. So <laughs> I told her, and 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 from that moment, I definitely felt a shift. Yeah. With her and me, oh, I think sure. at that point she was like, "Yeah, sums up for sure." You know. So anyway, we had a conversation at the bottom the stairs, of the stairs, yeah. and then out. I walked. I was about to walk out the house, and they had like they had this like this grand staircase type of thing in the house, mm-hmm. and everybody was sitting on the stairs, just all lined up sitting on the stairs. I'm looking like, "All right, y'all. Well, it's been nice. I appreciate the opportunity." And Right, right. I'm like, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I, I hope y'all do well. Lucky I'm expecting great things from you. And I left like that. And, that and I drove out of that. And I, But I was like nervous. and shit driving from out of that. I was like, because I don't want nobody to come out. Yeah. Do nothing crazy. Let me get the fuck up out Let me get up out of here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I got out of there and never looked back. That's love, bro. I know uh, it ain't love. Never look back to the group. I was still in there. Like, yeah, bro, right, bro. right, right. Yeah. But that's love, man. You had an experience, even though it didn't end the way you wanted it to. Right. You got an experience most people would never have in yeah. two lifetimes. <laughs> you know that's true. You're yeah, right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say you made it, that's just one way you made <laughs> yes, it. Man, that's, that, that's one way. Yeah. We, yeah. We're only two yeah. hours yeah. into this thing. It's only one. But man. the other ones, the other stories have been a lot faster. Hell yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, that was that. So we're gonna skip forward ahead on some of these questions because we're okay. gonna Get this first segment out the way. So we know you have a movie playing at Kankakee. Yeah. That you wrote, directed. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. What is the name of the movie? Good Enough, a modern musical. Can you tell us a small amount about it? Yeah. So Good Enough is about, um, it's a story about two college guys and they meet on a dating app. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is closeted. Uh, he's not out being gay. He's a black guy. Okay. Um, and they meet on a dating app and uh, unexpectedly they fall in love. Okay. And... Yeah, and then they meet each other's families, and I think that's where a lot of the, mm, the bigger drama... The they, conflict they, comes. That's where that real conflict mm, happens. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. whenever, for those that are going to see the film, yeah, you got to see you gotta see these these things. What's the movie rated? Uh, I would say PG-13 is not officially rated, but from my experience and things, I definitely gave it a PG-13 rating. PG-13, so children can't, the older children can't go see it. Right. And when is it airing? Uh, it will be playing at the Paramount on March 19th at 7 p.m. Got it. Yeah. Where can the tickets yeah. be bought? Yeah. Uh, you, can be, you can buy the tickets from Eventbrite. There's a link going around on Eventbrite, and I can send you guys a link if you For sure. So we can make sure we're sharing it. Yeah. Um, and you can get tickets that way. Okay. Yeah. So or, they can't be bought at the door? They cannot be bought at the door. They have to be bought at that particular link. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Tickets cannot be bought at the door. You don't want to miss out. <laughs> I believe you will be the first black male who wrote and produced his own that's, movie being shown in Kankakee County. That's what I, I heard. I don't think that there's anyone else who's done it. So, yo. I made amazing. black history, y'all. That's major, bro. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I made black history. And where can you be found on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at It's Mike Spears. That's mm-hmm. I-T-S Mike Spears. That's where you can find me. Okay, cool. You got anything you want to 
Hell no. I'm just... My name was wrong. What's your whole story was going through my head? I'm thinking of the house. What right. it look like? Right. People right. look like... Right. No, I'm just listening, bro. That's that's major, man. Yeah. Especially right. coming yeah. from Hopkins, bro. Yeah. I, right. Man, like, right. I know people say it, but they kind of don't... Right. We from there, bro. We from we there. We see it. We done rolled through there. there. So just to do all that, man, that's motherfucking yeah. major. Yeah, I appreciate that. Show. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. Sure. definitely been definitely there. Go check out the movie too. With that, we're gonna take a major break. Man, she's on the show first <laughs> segment. She is. It's a three part first segment. Right. Yeah, on this show, Mike Spears broke Dusty Hollywood. We be back. Yeah. New shoes. You don't like them. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, what, okay, because you look at it you're like, oh, what shoe is with? I need to take a shower. Okay, fine. Cleaning. Hurry! Cleaning. I am. Hurry. I am. Oh my god. Oh, uh, I know you need to spell that out. I did it. It's right here. I'm out. <laughs>